You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full moon at 16 degrees of Gemini, happening on December 7th at 8.07 p.m. Pacific. That'll be 11.07 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. And December's full moon is known as a cold moon. We get the cold moon around this time, sometimes a little bit later. Generally, it's called the moon before Yule, because depending on the moon's orbit, usually we'll get it right before Christmas and the longest day of the year. Sometimes it can occur a little after that. I think it was around 2019, we had a full moon in Cancer, which is a full cold cold moon, and that happened a little after Christmas. So it depends on the moon's orbit, but generally we get this a little bit before and sometimes after Christmas or the longest day of the year. And this moon got its name from native and ancient tribes due to the longer nights and its association with low temperatures, thus the cold moon. Spiritually, this could be a time where you're cutting back on activities that use up your energy. In other words, this may be a time where you're distancing yourself from individuals or situations that that waste your energy and valuable resources. So this could be a time of establishing limits to prevent scarcity. And the vibes of this moon are pretty colorful. It's a varied mix and mostly harmonious The transits in itself through this week are harsh, but the vibes are mostly harmonious with the exception of one vibe. We have solitude that's intersecting romance, ambition, mental energy, but we might fight through some of that just to get things done when it comes to our personal lives and any of our goals that we have to take care of that may involve other people. And the solitude energy doesn't last long because after that there's some social energy, there's some good luck energy, all that's intersecting mental energy, and we still have that high amount of romantic energy because of the amount of Venus alignments we have going on throughout this week. This could be about pushing past some of our stress to get things done and to communicate with others. So now that we're here at the full moon in Gemini, what was going on with you during the new moon in Gemini? Around new moons, we adopt the positive qualities of the sign so we can incorporate those energies over the next six months and put our intentions into action by the time we get to the full moon. The new moon in Gemini was on May 30th, so think back to what was going on with you regarding Gemini themes in your life. Were you able to incorporate them? And if so, do you have a steady foundation? Are you ready to launch anything within that energy? Does something need to be tweaked so that way it can be nice and polished and ready to go? Or are you letting go of certain things in Gemini energy. So think about where you might have changed the narrative in your life. Gemini has a lot to do with our communication. Gemini has a lot to do with the written form. So is there anywhere in your life where you've changed that? Is there anywhere in your life where you've rewritten the script that you were running on? Because this could be a point where you're turning that page within your life and you're ready to get on to a new chapter. Gemini energy allows us to rewrite our story. So this could have been something that you were starting around that point in time. Have you worked on your intellectual side since that point in time? I know sometimes when people think of goals, they're thinking of financial goals, they're thinking of romantic relationship goals, but a lot of the time people are looking to expand their mind. And I don't mean that in a Sagittarius way, but in a way of just having more mental dexterity, increasing their brain power, increasing their memory, taking on new subjects, complex subjects, learning a new language. A lot of that stuff takes our intellect to the next level and helps with our brain's ability to be elastic. So has this been a period where you're building up your mental capacity and wanting to be able to get in touch with your intellectual side? And the wonderful thing within this energy is having that knowledge allows for you to be a better communicator. So with that being said, has this been a time where you've worked on your 
interpersonal skills? Have you worked on your talking skills? Have you worked on your ability to communicate with others? Because being knowledgeable and combining all that with your communication helps you become an excellent speaker. It helps you become interesting in conversation. You've, you're multidimensional and have a variety of subjects to talk about as a result of this. With knowing how to communicate more effectively, it opens you up to meeting new types of people, different types of people with different opinions, beliefs, backgrounds. It just opens you up to people from different walks of life, which further enhances your social experience. And with that, has this been a time where you've been looking to do that with your social life? Have you been looking for more variety in your social life? It's nice to have people in our lives that are the same. In other words, sometimes it's comfortable to hang within a specific clique. But if you want to enrich your life and get more out of it, especially your social life, it's good to have a variety. It's good to have a variety of different types of friends. It has layers to your life to have your group of friends that's for your intellectual stuff or your friends that you can go out drinking with, your concert friends, your gamer friends. It's just good to have that sort of variety within your life. So that way you're feeding the different facets of your personality. So has that been something you've been working on over this last six months in terms of how you communicate, socialize, and what you do for mental stimulation? Has this been a period where you've worked on being less rigid about things? Gemini energy is easy breezy, and this is why Gemini sometimes gets accused of not taking things too seriously, get accused of being flaky or just blowing things off. But there's a lot of times in life where you just got to have fun and enjoy life, be curious and be lighthearted and just not take things so personal. And for this reason, that's an excellent quality to adopt. It's definitely not advised to stay stuck in a negative headspace or take everything to heart because it siphons out all your joy and causes you to be edgy and defensive all the time. So has that been something that you've been trying to adopt about Gemini energy? It's such a lighthearted energy. And you know, sometimes we all strive for that. As I always say, goals can be different. A lot of times, again, we focus on money, we focus on love, but sometimes that goal could be just being more easy breezy. And even with that easy breezy energy, has this been a period where you reconnected with your youthful side? Gemini energy represents the teenager in all of us. This is another reason why it kind of has that no worry sort of energy and just that like fun loving, enthusiastic vibe about it. And this is not to say that all of a sudden you're gonna become immature and things like that, but maybe going back to some of the things you love back then, maybe going back to some of the things that you enjoyed as a teenager. And I mean this in the sense of like old passions you might have had. A lot of the times as we get older, we forget or we just don't have time to do the things we used to and the things that we used to enjoy. For some of you, this might be art. This could look like writing. This could look like connecting to your youthful side by playing video games again or reconnecting with some of your old friends and even just getting out more and doing fun things. Because a lot of the time, that's the goal. We spend a lot of time being riddled with a lot of adult stuff, which obviously we still have to take care of, but we also need to nurture our inner teenager and have a little bit of fun from time to time. Another thing in Gemini energy is it's associated with our local environment. So has this been a period where you've tried to reconnect with that? Has this been a period where you've been more explorative in your local scene or getting curious about different things in your local scene. Again, we live our day-to-day -day lives and sometimes we just ignore some of the things around us, some of the fun things around us, the cool things around us. And this could have been a period where you're wanting to connect with that. 
Or this could have been a period where you're reconsidering your local environment. Is your local environment right for you? Are you in the right city? Are you in the right place for yourself and your personality? Our local environments isn't something that we generally think about until we're at a point where we're so worn out from it that we need something new, we need something fresh, or we just don't fit into that category, we don't fit into that area. And so we're needing someone that resonates with us. We're needing someone that's more aligned with our energy. So this could have been a period where you were searching for that. This could have been a period where you were looking to make a move. Gemini is a travel sign. It rules short distance travel by car. So sometimes this could be the next town over. Sometimes it could be another state or city. It could look like cross country. This is where there's a little bit of overlap with Gemini and Sagittarius because Sagittarius rules our long distance travel. So sometimes that could look like a cross country move too, but mostly Sagittarius is long distance travel over water. But with Gemini, it can be a considerable move as well. And even if it isn't outside of your own city, this could be a move within your area. This could be a move to a different location within your city that's more suitable for you. This could have been a period about being back in alignment with your environment. Coming back to variety, Gemini energy is also about not putting your eggs in one basket. So has this been a period where you've been working on that? In other words, this could have a lot to do with career goals and having more than one source of income. This could have a lot to do with if you're single, realizing that it's not always good to put your energy into one person. And again, when this comes down to our social group, sometimes that's not a good idea as well. So hopefully this Gemini energy has helped you guys understand the art of Dex to become more curious about life and to turn the page to a new chapter in your life. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So this is a full moon with a lot going on. There's a ton of transits occurring during this time. The chart rulers are interacting with one another. This moon is being occulted by Mars on top of that. And we have an aspect pattern that's back from September of this year that's going to cause us to revisit certain things from the south node of the moon. The chart rulers are Mercury and Jupiter. Mercury for Gemini and Jupiter for Sagittarius. Since the sun is in Sagittarius and the moon is in Gemini, thus we have a full moon. And these guys are interacting with each other. Mercury is making complicated alignments with Jupiter and Uranus. So this can cause things to not go as planned. It can result in awkward moments in communication. It can result in blowing things out of proportion. And we could feel very scattered during this moon. We could feel very forgetful. We could have issues understanding the details of a situation or the facts of a situation. Again, causing things to get blown out of proportion. There's a lot of edgy energy going on during this lunation. So we just want to be mindful of our tempers and the way we're talking to others and ourselves as well, because this can cause our dialogue, our internal dialogue to be all over the place. Luckily, Mercury is making a harmonious connection to Venus, which could help us in terms of softening certain situations, softening some of our social situations, making a smooth recovery when it comes down to conversations that went wrong, and hopefully helping people back down a little bit if they've been a bit ramped up. Jupiter happens to be making some lovely alignments to Neptune and Pluto, which could help us get back on track spiritually and also make some major overhauls to things in our lives that need serious transformation. This moon is making a tight alignment with Mars, which happens to be in its opposition with the sun because Mars is now at the halfway point of its retrograde and it is conjunct this moon tightly. This is called an occultation. This occurs when one celestial body passes over the other and it obscures it. So Mars will get a little bit of coverage from this moon, but 
but it'll actually look pretty illuminating and spectacular. So if you have the opportunity, go out and enjoy the light show. But for this reason, this is going to feel very potent. It's not in the most edgiest way. There's edgy stuff going on, but with this occultation in itself, I mean, it can, could pack in some power to whatever Mars and the sun is doing. So this energy could be varying because on the one hand, you're going to feel adventurous and want to seize the moment. On the other hand, we have to be aware of just being overboard and overly risky. And with that Yod from Mars, Chiron, and the south node of the moon, this could bring up some themes from September in terms of control issues, in terms of letting go of things that we've been holding on to, such as jealousy, grudges, the constant need to even the score with other people and things like that. So it will be about purging out toxicity within our lives. But yeah, this is definitely a potent moon. The signs that are going to be affected by this the most is going to be Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, between 10 to 20 degrees of these signs. So the mutable placements will feel this lunar event more than others. I hope you all have the best full moon in Gemini ever. Later and see you in the next episode.